Hello and welcome to The Ojo Show, where we talk strategy tips and honest advice on how to play the most popular casino games. I'm Dan Grant and I've been playing casino games and working in the industry for 20 years, so I've been on both sides of the table. In this podcast series, I want to share everything I've learned to get you a fairer deal, the lowest house edge possible, and hopefully some better results too. We're going to kick things off with Blackjack, one of my favourite casino games, mostly because it involves skill as well as luck. Now, on the surface, it seems like a really simple game, but there's far more to Blackjack than you might think. In this episode, I'm going to give an introduction to Blackjack for players who might be new to the game or want a reminder of the fundamentals. I'll be covering the basic rules of the game and why it's so important to make the right moves if you want the best results. Blackjack's a card game where you play your hand against the dealer's hand. It's got payout odds of even money or or one-to-one, and so it's a really low-variance game, and most of the time you're playing to double your money. In fact, you'll lose the hand about 50% of the time, you'll win about 42% of the time, and you'll draw, or what we call push, the other 8% of the time. So playing blackjack is a bit like flipping a coin. You'll see a kind of even number of wins and losses. The good thing about a very low-variance game is you don't need a big bankroll to play. You're pretty unlikely to ever win 10 hands in a row, but also you're unlikely to lose 10 hands in a row as well. Um, It has the lowest house edge of any casino game, and if we look at games like roulette or slots or sports betting um roulette for example that's got a house edge of about 2.7 percent slots we're talking somewhere between three and six percent house edge sports betting as big as 10 or 12 percent with blackjack your house edge is under one percent which is pretty amazing in fact it can get as low as half a percent but there is a catch because blackjack is a game of skill as well as luck if you don't make the right decisions every time you could be playing with a house edge of three or four percent and theoretically if you made the worst decision every single time you could be playing a casino game with a house edge of 10 or even 12 percent so it's incredibly important to learn how to play and to make good strategy decisions but before we get to strategy let's look at the basic rules of the game The aim of blackjack is not actually to get as close to 21 as possible, but it's just to have a better hand than the dealer. There are two ways to win a hand of blackjack. The first way is simply to have a better hand than the dealer. And the second is if the dealer busts, you win regardless of what your hand is. If you bust, however, then you automatically lose the hand and the dealer doesn't even need to play their hand. And the third option is, let's say I get 17 and the dealer gets 17. That's a push and you get your money back. So that's how to win, but how much do you win? Well, blackjack's an even money game. So if you bet £10 and you win, you make a £10 profit. The only exception to this is when you make blackjack, which is ace and another card worth 10, you get paid three to two at most tables, which is one and a half times your money. So what does a typical game of blackjack look like? Well, you'll be dealt two cards face up and the dealer gets one card face up and then they'll finish their hand once you and everyone else at the table is done with theirs. In blackjack, suits make no difference at all. It's only the value of each hand that counts. And cards 2, 3, 4, 5, all the way up to 10 are worth exactly what they say. Face cards, that's jack, queen and king, are worth 10 each. And aces are worth either 1 or 11. 21 is the highest points value you can get. Um, If you go over 21, you bust and your hand is dead. If you make blackjack, you cannot be beat, uh, but you can draw if the dealer makes blackjack too. 
Those are the basic rules, and but at every table you'll come across various specific rules that can actually have quite a big impact, not only on how you play, but on the house edge. So the most important rule at most tables is what the dealer does with soft 17. Uh, so the dealer's rules are slightly different to yours. We can actually do whatever we want in a hand. We can keep hitting until we bust, um, but the dealer must keep hitting until they make 17 or more. At some American blackjack tables, if they make soft 17, that's a 17 with an ace, which can count as 1 or 11 then they have to hit as well but you know if you're playing in the UK you're playing European blackjack rules the dealer needs to keep hitting until they make 17 or more you'll also come across lots of variations of when you can double when you can split and how many times you can re-split if you can double after having split a pair what happens when you split aces and you may even if you're playing in America come across a surrender rule too so those rules tell you what you are allowed and not allowed to do at the table, but they don't tell you how to play your hand. And that's undoubtedly the most important part of learning how to play blackjack. Let's take a look at the options that you'll be offered at the table and what to do when you get your hand. Before you even get to play your hand, you need to figure out how much to bet. Now, regardless of whether you're playing in a real casino or online, um, every blackjack table has a minimum and maximum bet amount. Um, online, it's usually about 50p or a pound. And uh, in a real casino, you'll be lucky these days to find a table that has a minimum bet of less than five pounds. Once you've made your bet, the dealer will then give you your first two cards uh, and they'll probably tell you the value of your hand as well. When it's your turn to play, you'll need to decide what you want to do with your hand. If you're happy with your hand's value, then you can stand. If you want another card, then you hit. In some circumstances, you may be able to double down or split. Doubling down and splitting are both beneficial for the player because they give you a chance to get more money on the table in the middle of the hand. Doubling down allows you to double your bet and receive just one more card. Now, why would you do that? Well, most of the time, you would double on a strong starting hand and if the dealer has a worse starting hand than you. So let's say you have 11 and the dealer has a 6. That's a classic situation where you're so far ahead that you're confident that you only need one more card, you're still likely to win. With splitting, that rule only comes into force when you're dealt a pair. If you match your original bet, the dealer will split your two cards and they will be the first card of two new hands. The two most common instances where you would want to split a pair are aces and also a pair of eights. Now, a pair of aces may look pretty awesome in blackjack because they're worth one or eleven. Your hand is actually worth two or twelve. So by splitting them, you've got two hands that are both worth eleven and the catch with splitting aces is that you will only get one more card and then your hand is over you want to split a pair of eights because together they make 16 which is pretty much the worst starting hand in blackjack but if you split them then you've got two hands worth eight each that are you know in a fairly strong position the only other option at the table that you're likely to come across is something called insurance now when the dealer is dealt an ace you'll be offered this side bet now it's optional but some players see it as a way of hedging a likely loss of their main hand since the dealer they feel is likely to go on and make blackjack. But actually, it's a terrible side bet. It's got a house edge of 7%, which is obviously like way higher than the half a percent of the main blackjack game. Um, so I would just say never take it. It's as simple as that. But we'll get into insurance in greater detail to explain why it's such a bad bet in another episode. So those are the basic rules of blackjack. Now let's get to the fun part, strategy. As I said at the start of the show, 
Blackjack has an incredibly low house edge of around half a percent, but every decision you make affects the house edge that you actually get. And the difference between a skilled blackjack player and a novice is actually quite remarkable and will have a big impact on your bankroll. A, a really good blackjack player will actually just get that house edge of half a percent, but a terrible blackjack player might well pay 10 times as much to play the same game. Now, it might surprise you to know that the one most important thing in a game of blackjack is not your own hand, but it's what the dealer's got. Because once you know roughly whether the dealer's going to make a good or a bad hand or is likely to bust, then you play your own hand accordingly. For example, if a dealer gets a six or a five, one of the worst starting hands there is, they're likely to bust around 40% of the time. In which case, there's no reason for you to go trying to make a really good hand, you just stick with what you've got, avoid busting, and then hopefully let the dealer do that for you. How do you know whether to hit or stand or double or split in any particular blackjack hand? The answer is a basic strategy chart. In 1960s, uh, with the birth of supercomputers, some maths whiz in America who loved a bit of blackjack figured out that they could run millions and millions of hands of simulations that would let them compare the average profit or loss for each possible decision in the hand. So that's how we know that, for example, you'll win more money on average by standing on 12 against a 6 than by hitting. Basic strategy charts actually contain the answers to every conceivable scenario you will meet in blackjack, and they do that by displaying it in a grid of 280 different decisions. Obviously, I'm not going to go into all of those, or in fact, any of them right now, in fact, the next show, I'm going to go deeper into basic strategy and look at how the charts work and how you can memorize them. Um, but as this is an introduction to blackjack, I've come up with five rules of thumb. And to be honest, you don't even need to learn all 280 basic strategy decisions. You'll get most of the benefit of basic strategy by just following these six simple rules. Now, you won't get to double or split that often. So learning when to stand and when to hit are easily the most important decisions you can make. Now, you should stand on 17 or more simple. You've got what's called a pat hand. Make the dealer beat that. Um, you should also stand on 12 right up to 16 when the dealer has a six or less. Now, the dealer is likely to bust if they have a low card, which means we shouldn't take that risk of busting. My third rule of thumb is that when the dealer has seven or more, which means they're in a strong situation to make a decent hand, you should hit on 16 or less. A lot of new players in blackjack are not that keen on busting, so they will often stand in a situation like this. But really, you're going to lose less money or win more, whichever way around it'll be, if you take that risk, because you need to improve your hand if you're going to beat a dealer's seven or more. My fourth and fifth rules are about doubling. You should double down on all 11s, unless you're against an ace. 11 is such a strong hand, and you've got an edge against the house if the dealer has a weaker hand than you. And uh, you should also double on any 10 versus a 9 or less. In all of these scenarios, when you've got 11 against anything but an ace, or you've got 10 against a 9 or less, you have a rare opportunity to increase your bet size when you're ahead. My sixth and final rule of thumb about blackjack strategy is when to split pairs and this one's really easy you should always split a pair of aces and you should always split a pair of eights if you want to recap of those rules of thumb just head to playojo.com slash blog and look for my article on how to play blackjack 
And don't worry too much about getting decisions wrong. It takes quite a long time to practice and learn even those rules of thumb. And uh, even if you get a few decisions wrong, the fact is you can still win a hand having played it badly. And likewise, you can lose a hand having played it perfectly. So that's the short-term luck element in blackjack. But, you know, you can trust that if you make the right decisions, you know, you'll get a better return in the long run. So we know how to play. We've looked at the right kind of strategies. But I wanted to wrap it up with a few do's and don'ts, because particularly if you're just starting out and you go to a real casino, it can be a bit of a daunting prospect, especially if you go on a Saturday night and there's a full blackjack table. It's noisy. There are lots of people who play there all the time and are, you know, or consider themselves experts. And so it can be a tricky one. So first of all, don't touch your cards. The dealer will give you your cards, will manage your hand for you right up until the end. And for security reasons, they don't like it too much if you pick your cards up to have a look at them. And they're always face up, so there's there's no real need. The other thing for security reasons is, is when you're buying in, don't give them your cash or your chips. Just put it on the table and they don't like it if you try and hand them to the dealer. They just won't take it. The other thing is um, try and be tidy if you've got lots of chips. Don't stack them too messily. It, it can get tricky. You may even get to a situation where a stack falls over and they have to check the camera to see whose chips are whose. So just try and keep a tidy stack. Keep your drinks away from the table and you shouldn't really get into any trouble. Um, One bugbear of mine is players who criticize someone else for playing a hand badly or differently to how they would have done. Unfortunately, you do get some know-alls at the table who do know their basic strategy and will tell you when you've played a hand wrong. But from if you're a novice, I would say ignore them, do your own thing. Yes, you're going to make mistakes, but uh, try and not let them get on your wick. If you're a good player, there's no point trying to educate people. It, it makes the game not fun for them, and it's not a good look on you either. So generally speaking, keep to yourself, play your own game, and everybody will be happy. In terms of do's, well, firstly, if you're not sure what to do, often you can ask the croupier or the dealer for advice. They don't mind usually telling you what the right move is, so that can be a, a handy way rather than keeping a you know a basic strategy chart with you, which can be a little bit embarrassing. Then just ask the dealer for advice. The other thing I would say is be polite and take wins and losses just the same. I kind of bang on it in gambling and casino games about this a lot. Um, you're going to see plenty of wins, plenty of losses in a game of coin flips like blackjack. And so, you know, you need to be prepared to, t to accept that variance. Uh, you'll see some really bizarre and strange narratives in the middle of a hand. You know, the dealer might get six, you might get 20, and then the dealer will pull a 21. And that will happen more often than you imagine. And so you just need to be able to take that and take the rough with the smooth, basically. And thank the dealer, you know, often it's a difficult task for them. They do long shifts. Um, good manners, good karma is generally what I say. And lastly, be clear about your intentions. Most people don't say hit when they want to hit. They'll tap the table. So it definitely pays off to learn the hand signals that, you know, the universal signals that everybody uses when they want to hit or stand or double or spit. And often that can help you because if you're not much of a talker, you can say silent throughout the entire game and just tap the table when you want a card, you know, wave your palm face down when you when you want to stand. So watch what other people do learn standard behavior at the table and you'll be comfortable really quick 
So that's Blackjack in a nutshell. Now you know the rules and the real aim of the game, you're ready to play. If you can follow simple strategies that I mentioned, you'll already have probably more skill than the average player. If you want to put what you've learned to the test, head to playojo.com and fire up a practice table. In the next episode, I'll be going deeper into basic strategy. If you want to know the secret to playing perfect blackjack, don't miss it. Thanks for listening and go play like a pro. The Magazine.